your mom this the other day what happened to me so again why does everything have to happen like right when you wake up because is danny in there helping me no so i go in there and again i had to pee you know i pee when i wake up but i'm on the alert i'm on high alert and so listening for i thought i heard the refrigerator door open so I opened the fridge and I looked, spidey eyes all around. Well, I noticed that the cheese drawer was out this far, so there's a little crack. Because <laughs> they're too stupid to like really cover their tracks well. I would never leave a drawer open. The drawer's all the way shut. And I said, oh, he's taking some sliced cheese. I said, Christopher. I said, go in your room and get me that sliced cheese right now and bring that back to me. Because he puts stuff between the mattresses, pulls it out later when it's... Well, it's cheese. And and it's going to be all right. That's how you make no, cheese good. He just... And so he... Oh, and he goes, I don't have it. I'm like, go give me that cheese right now. I don't have it. I don't have it. And then he comes in there with some cold cheese and brings it to me. I put it right back in the drawer. Stay out of the damn cheese. <laughs> was it like American slices or like sliced provolone? It was, it was like or? some sharp cheddar. You know, you buy it sliced. That's now. the good Those cheese. Good, but you only want it when it's ice cold. Once but it gets warmed up, it's no good. So I knew I had caught him. I'm like, look, don't be trying. Don't. Don't be doing this. Wes ate a whole brick of cheese when he was little. I'll do it again, too, as soon as your back is turned. <laughs> There's your dog over there with an oven mitt. Bob, where do you get this stuff for your crimes? Dog's dumb. Room. I don't know what she loves about an oven mitt, but she loves it. It smells like food. Mitt. Even when I wash them and you, like, she still, she wants an oven mitt. Because it's got oils in it. You leave that thing on the counter, it'll be gone in a second. I'm not holding it. Do you know, though, what scares me about her is she's a big dog. So all she has to do, like, you can't afford to hold on to raggedy stuff like that. Because it'll wind up in her gut. you got to have good, strong stuff. I don't think that Bubs would ever swallow anything. Yeah. I really don't. She's, she's not smart. She never She never has. She just, want, she just wants it. She doesn't yeah, tear up toys. Like, she has stuffed toys. She doesn't tear them up. She doesn't, like, rip stuffing out. She doesn't do anything like that. It's Pinky. Pinky's the one that does that. So I buy toys that are stuffingless, you know. Because Bubs likes to have a toy. Oh, Bubs, you're just so getting dumb. so much trouble because you're just so bad, Bubs. This is just so funny because, like, I thought Donkey was like a bad donkey. Well, and Donkey now... was a bad donkey because, you know, he would take the bread. He would yeah, take... By comparison, she's way worse. Terrible dog. You On a what's... spectrum of how terrible your dogs, let's rate them now. Terrible. Pinky. What's interesting, though, and there's Bee over there cleaning all the medicine out of the other dog's ears. Oh, BB. Um, Why are you doing that, BB? Because like, you like made them dirty in their ears. food on my, on my stove and food on my counter. You know, I'm like, oh, roasted chicken and stuff like that. Bubs doesn't want that. She doesn't, take, she doesn't take that. Not like Marco? You have some banana bread or some cookies or muffins? Yeah. Oh, she's in. Do you know my dog turned his nose up at sliced cheese the other day? That's crazy. And he let it drop to the floor. <laughs> like, hmm. And I'm like, what seriously? That's bad. Yeah. Did y'all see that photo I texted you yesterday? Yes, did Danny pee in the garage? No, oh, he's, he's on, on the, the dining room table. Oh, so Danny's going around the house and he can't find him. Well, you know how I'm into the decorating for Christmas, right? Yeah, everybody. I think everybody knows. Well, I thought I would do the bathroom because Wes knows I did a gingerbread theme in the bedroom. Well, well, I, the whole world knows now. <laughs> Well, he teases me constantly like it's too much gingerbread. Well, in the bathroom... It's a, it's a little out of control. Then I decide to go with a tartan theme in there. It's a tartan. That's a plaid. It's a, plaid, like it's a specific kind of plaid. Just really? say plaid. Red Christmas plaid? Yeah. Why don't you just say red Christmas plaid? Because it's, it's tartan. Why do we have to have a vocabulary word every podcast? Daryl's having a burger. 
<laughs> a burger. And so I order all the stuff that I wanted. Like I have Spode yes. China. And so Spode has tartan in there. And so She's saying words. I don't understand. Just... They had the Spode Christmas tree towels. So I ordered that. And I mean, I've got stuff going on in there. Lights that come on at night. And, you know, it's really fun. Well, I ordered. It's really fun. <laughs> I ordered this. Just so everybody that listens to the podcast knows I'm Scrooge. Means oh. Jessica's a Scrooge. <laughs> Wes does put up a little Batman tree. I mean, he it's does. not it's, little; it's pretty big. It's actually. big. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't have a he doesn't have a whole room decorated. We're not with, all with ginger. We're not men. all in holiday decorating, but yeah. some people that we work with are. Jenna is. I'm not doing my Laura whole house. Is. I can barely clean my whole house. So, what are we doing all this extra stuff for? Exactly. <laughs> well, so now we're just calling them ho hos. So I, I ordered. I thought I'm really gonna go like way in, which is even like a lot for me. <laughs> and I decided. There's further in you could go. <laughs> I decided to put up a daggum shower curtain. Oh, my Lord. So because I, everyone cares when they come over, whether or not you got a whole no, shower Carly curtain. No, Carly was really excited about it. I have a Justice it. League shower curtain. Carly it's was excited. Cool. So I ordered this tartan shower curtain. And it's, it's I that think word it, again. I think it's going to match the trend on the tartan. spode towels. You know, like me, because I'm like. Because you're ready to be a little, as the teenagers tartan. say, you know, be a little extra. It needs to be a little. So I get it. And the tartan. Shower curtain looks like it came from the Tartan Dollar Store. I'm gonna have a count on the bottom I'm, of the screen how many times she says Tartan. I'm not putting We're up like the Dollar now. Store shower curtain in my bathroom. That's not happening. I won't stoop because that low. everyone that comes over is totally gonna judge you. Well, it, and go so I send a note back to Amazon saying I'm just gonna. Ret- I didn't even open it. I looked at it and I felt of it. And I'm like, no. It was like flimsy and yeah, cheap. and it was like 26 bucks. It wasn't extra. <laughs> it was an extra. And so I say, so it's so dollar store. They send me a note back. So, oh, by the way, here's your money. Don't You don't need to send don't it, even back. Bother, bother send it back. And so I'm going to throw it out because I wouldn't even bother to give it to somebody. And give then it to I, Jenna. Well, then I think, oh, but my grandkids were supposed to come over today, but everybody's sick. That's another whole story. And I think I'm going to use it as a drop cloth for my cloth. dining room table for the gingerbread house making. And yeah. then when it's done, I can just roll it up and throw it away. You know what yeah. else you could do with it is keep it in your car in case you have diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> Four podcasts. Four podcasts. Four po- yeah. Wes slipped it in that time. <laughs> she was all set on the cr- on the tartan. I had to crowbar that. Is it one the there. waterproof shower curtain? Yeah. Yeah. See. See. See? So See? I yesterday it's folded up nicely. Just throw it under yep. your seat. Mm-hmm. So yesterday morning, I'm getting ready to go to work, and I have it, and I think I better not leave this down low somewhere because my Boston. He's like 15 and he's getting older and he's just doing weird. You know, he's doing start 15. He's old. He's starting to get kooky. He's a kook nanny. And so like he pooped in Danny's office a week ago when it was raining and then he peed somewhere else. And I'm just like, what are you doing? You've lost your mind, which he's a kookaroo. You know, I can just tell this is anyway. So I think let me go put it up on top of I'll just leave it here on the dining room table. And when I get ready to prepare for the gingerbread, I have to move. Because there's like eight Christmas trees on the dining room table. So I have to move all those in order to get the drop cloth down. So I just throw it up there and I go on to work. Well, then Danny texts me that he can't find him. And he's looking everywhere and he's calling him, which he's getting deaf. Mm -hmm. And he can't find him. And then all of a sudden I get this photo. He, He said he was in the rolling chair. He was sitting and he went around and he looked back behind him into the dining room. That dog had gotten up in the chair, gotten up on top of the dining room table, was laying on that shower curtain up on the table. He's ready to do gingerbread houses. 
He's like, bring oh, it. He's so terrible and bad. He's always gotten on the table, though. Well, he hasn't done it in a long time because he's on the kitchen counter. What does he want? He wanted on top of that shower curtain. He just wants to be able to look better, he see better. He lay, No, he wanted to lay on that. He oh. loves to lay on like new, fresh, clean things. Yeah. What is it about? Lay on an old, dirty something. No, no, I don't want that. They want clean, be, fresh. Be grateful that a lot of dogs, when they have new and fresh, they just want to pee on it. Well, that's why I put it up high because I so thought it'll be out of his way. Because yeah. he tries to jump up on our bed in the middle of the night. which oh, And sometimes he can't make it and he'll fall back. Yeah. Yeah, Lamont will get on my table. He's a piece of crap. Satchmo, anything you bring into the house and put down on the floor, I don't care if it's a backpack or whatever it is, it. He's gonna, he'll walk right over there and pee on that. That's what mine will do. Benny and Newt will do that Satchmo anytime. Everybody knows who Satchmo is. Everybody knows who Satchmo is. No, they don't. <clears throat> Poor Highlander. How long has he been gone now? He's, he's like Lamont, you know, before Lamont. Same dog. He's probably been gone like five years. Or At something. least, yeah. He was my first French bulldog. Terrible. My very first. He was just like Lamont. He's a bastard. He did what he wanted. That damn Lamont. I'm taking a shower this morning, and I'm and then I look into. My, I can see into my closet, into that spot that Lamont likes to shit on the floor. He's shitting on the floor. He's got a spot in the I'm, closet. What are you doing? He's We're shitting on the floor. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. But there's, like, there's no ambiguity there. He's, the sh- he's shitting on the floor. <laughs> I'm not boggled by this. He's shitting on the floor. What is the question? <laughs> Such a jerk. Well, you know, one thing I thought of that might help other people, because it was a problem for me and a problem for you that we might talk about, to, is, you know, when you're in the winter months and the dogs, like a lot of breeds, they don't want to go outside to go potty. But if they go anywhere outside, you're just grateful because it's outside. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people means they just literally go right outside the dog door onto your cement and they pee right there. And so one of the problems like I have is because I've got three tiny chihuahuas and even though that's like this much pee, but if you just keep doing it and doing it, well, then I've got a smell on this cement. And so I start Googling because I've tried vinegar. I use vinegar with Dawn. I just was doing all these things to try to kind of neutralize that very high ammonia smell. And, I mean, we can't be the only ones that have to deal with this. So I, I found this one thing on Amazon, which I haven't purchased yet because I wanted to talk to you about it. But it said that it's great for neutralizing on cement and patio areas. But you were talking about you rinsed every day, but like, what are you doing with stuff like that? I will, I'll use Fabuloso, I'll use vinegar, I'll use bleach. Um, the thing that probably worked the best is Nature's Miracle. It's just, you and know, let it sit. It's an enzyme <clears throat> eater. I bought a bunch of a product that works better than Nature's Miracle for taking pee odor out of stuff. I don't know about concrete, but I've used it on all kinds of stuff. It works way better than Nature's Miracle ever worked. It's called Urine Off. Urine Off. Yeah. Which is wild because I never had a good product that did that. And then I just bought that at Walmart and it worked really good. Yeah, if I have any rain at all, then, you know, they go out the dog door and they're on the back porch, which is Flagstone. And that's what I have at my house. Yeah. And that's where Bessie's going to pee. Yeah. That's where Kookaroo, old Melba, is going to pee. All the bears will go out there. Even (laughs) poor Bee, the last storm we had out there. (laughs) You know, she's old and she's like weak in the hind legs. She's all the way out into the grass, and she's, like, looking for a place to poop. And it's it's light raining, so she's like, you know, she can do that. She doesn't balk at that. 
So then I'm watching, and it starts raining harder and harder and harder. Oh, BB. And she's, she's out there in that grass still looking for a place. Pretty soon I see both of her ears. Oh, like, BB. Come down <laughs> like this. And you, then I start to see her blink, and she's still looking for a place to poop. And then, and then it's like like her ears are all the oh, way there. And she's like, oh, the hell with it. And she just goes, through, goes back into the house. <laughs> it's it's just, it. this is not a good time of year to be like an a new dog owner or a puppy or a puppy mill owner. And I stress that to people who are adopting, you know, it is more challenging in the, in the winter months to bring them in because they just naturally don't want to be in the cold. Like Loretta was a mill dog. Loretta has never liked going out in the cold. Well, and there's a variance to that. Like some mills are like those big inside, you know, chicken barn kind of things. Loretta was like outside. She lived out rabbit hutch kind yeah. of a, you know, she's not doing she's it all done anymore. Cold. She remembers it, and she's, yeah, she's just not like, doing she's it. Not doing it. She will not do it. But I took, I adopted Levon just before at the time we had Snowbid. Yeah. So I've got this. First, he's a male, and I don't adopt males because you know he's a he's a male out of the out of the mill. He's gonna like piss onto everything. I mean that. Well, I mean he's lived his life unneutered. And with no skills, and yeah, but he's not macho. He doesn't even hike his leg. He isn't macho, but he. Uh, I just, I just kept a wrap on him twenty four seven, just twenty four seven because it was so awful outside that, you know, I don't want to go out there, and I'm going to make you guys go out there. So you know, my whole porch was snow and ice that now they're peeing on. That's yet that's yellow, frozen pee and ice. And you know you, you can't turn a hose on because you know the pipes are Your frozen. Your place is gross. So here you are. You couldn't. Even, you didn't even have water in the kitchen. No, we didn't have no water. We didn't have water, and we had very little power. So you you just like sit back and enjoy it. That's all. Just sit. so then I put a, a wrap on him that I just keep a wrap on him. Well, I can't wash them. I don't have a washer. I don't have power. I don't have a water. Just put him in a bucket. It was unbelievable. <laughs> that was the start of the very the no good very bad year it was very no bad. it happened twice because <clears throat> we don't solve problems in texas so <laughs> it'll happen again in january it was very bad. but when did that happen and then when did your leg like just like quit on you because was snowvid was snowvid before covid or it was that was it because it was no, no it was after no it was after that's how it got the name snowvid <laughs> so we if it was had, before covid we, we would have called it snow like march of 20 so then we must have had snowvid february in february but then it did it again this february right this one was worse. No, the first one was worse. Was that the first, first one? The first was one was worse. The first one was horrific. But did you worse. slip down I thought it was in awesome. It? You guys thought it was worse. No, I fell at the ranch. I fell at the ranch with a lab on a leash. I'm walking it. I don't know why I had that dog on a leash. Was I taking it home or what? Because I was in the main. I was in the main. And just like at the last minute, it just turned and darted through my legs. And just. Like I didn't have any place, didn't have any place to go because they kind of lift you up off the ground. Yeah, you know, it's happened to me as a short person yeah. when they've gone. Under and I'm me. tall. It was a big dog. I can't remember who it was, and just took me straight to the ground, right on my knee. So, I guess that's when the I guess that that had to be when my quad tendon tore. But what year was it where Kirk went over? <laughs> it's not funny. I... <laughs> It's a little funny. I guarantee it's funny. But you know, Kirk's going to help this lady and she's stuck. And he decides to try to go across the ranch parking lot. That, well, that was, was years that ago. That was years ago. <laughs> and it was, it, it was, a, it was an ice storm. Was that like the year that you moved? You tried to make me help you move? No, no, that was, uh, I lived in my old house. So that was like, 
you know, eight years ago at least. We, have, we had an ice storm, and our the parking lot to the ranch. It was it looked like it was an ice skating rink, like the Galleria yeah. here in Dallas. You know, and that's where you go, yeah. where the trees lit and the ice skating, yeah. and everybody goes. It, you know, and we would tell people on the phone, "Don't drive in here. Don't <laughs> drive in here because you won't make it." You know, so or if you do, you're not getting out. Right. So you, but they don't listen. This, this and this lady was catching a flight, so so she gets in. She got in like this, <laughs> and then dropped her dog off, and then it's time for her to leave. Well, she can't get out. So Kirk thinks he's like going to go help her get out. <laughs> I'll never get the image out of my. <laughs> it's not. I I should not laugh. Why is it when you shouldn't laugh at something that that's when funny. like funny. you bust a gut? Because I'm watching out the window. <laughs> <laughs> it's like straight out of Home Alone. You know, where they I mean, you can't even see <laughs> how he fell. You can't, it's like out of it's like a cartoon. Yeah, it really it's is. like you know you stepping on the banana peel and like woo. But what I don't remember how he fell. I just remember. Oh no, it was backwards because it. Was, oh no, it was slippery. So he's like on the ice and he did one of these. <laughs> the legs came straight up. And he just lands on his back. It's like, oh my God. He's going to be crippled. <laughs> did y'all go out to get him? He was fine. I'm not but... going out there. I'm going to fall down. There's nothing to do. You have no business out there. Did he crawl back or what happened? No, he got up. And <laughs> when he came back in, I'm laughing. He's like, you're just going to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and we, Brian is the one that got her out because he had a four-wheel drive truck and he had a winch, so he went and pulled her out to get her far enough along the driveway where she could get out of there. I've fallen like that at the ranch, but I had like Crocs on that, like the grip on the bottom was worn there down, was so no, there was no grip left. Yeah. And I remember like traveling or mopping the floor at the end of the day or something, and I just hit a spot and I just did that same thing with she the legs up in the air. She used to wear flip flops to work. And I'm like, are you I know. not crazy? here? I wore flip flops when we worked at the grooming shop. Crazy. I've never I, worn flip flops here. Ever since I had my knee replaced, I have not c come up here in flip flops. I used to come up here like every single time in flip flops. You always wear flip flops. Well, the surgeon called them. Why do I fall down? Called the time? them slip flops. Slip flops. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I wore them to the so hospital. You had those on like in in New Orleans when you fell. Yep. Yeah. You, we called like. But you know it's crazy, which I would never do this anymore. The ones in New Orleans, like for wedge. Yeah. They were the wedge, but they're the ones that are just like black foam and they yeah. have no grip on the bottom. It's nothing. A terrible business. So when I went to the surgeon for a recheck like two weeks ago, and you know, I'm just being so I'm good and diligent about every single thing. And I just want to be really careful like what I do in life, what my choices are, because I don't want to screw this up. And you know what his number one thing? He just said, don't fall. That's yeah. the number one thing I can tell you is don't fall. Yeah. And so now I just, every everything I do, I look, I do a risk fall assessment. Me too. And well, so, especially because you are prone to falling anyway. Right. I could fall down. If I just think of it, yeah. I could fall down. But like tonight, there's like a, a little Christmas party I have to go to and it's in downtown McKinney. Well, I could fall down in downtown McKinney in a broad daylight <laughs> because it's not even surfaces. Because it's like cobblestone. It's, it's an old part of town right and the like the a sidewalk, brick path the sidewalks are uneven. there's sidewalk there's cobblestone there's bricks there's nothing yeah. connected it's dark it's and so you know i'm taking an uber straight to the door not because of liquor but because i literally don't want to walk in that in the yeah. dark because i think i would fall down yep 
But I doubt I would ever go to New Orleans again and walk that because I could die there. <laughs> you have to keep like real shoes on. I do now, though. Like, when have you seen me without? I don't think I've seen you in flip-flops since you've had surgery. But I do have one pair. But now, I, even though I love flip-flops. I would never I'm wear them. S- I'm, s- I'm a little scared. I love flip-flops, too. But I, I had to stop wearing them because I got plantar fasciitis. And my yeah. feet hurt. Because I would wear, like, the cheap old navy flip-flops that are, like, a dollar or something. I can't wear those. My yeah. feet hurt. No, since this injury to my leg, A, my legs are like a hundred times weaker than they have ever been. So therefore my balance is not good, which is foreign also, you're to old. me. Also, you're foreign to me. I mean, it's just foreign to me to try to get my balance back. Because anywhere I walk, I'm always aware of, to be careful. Yeah. You know, that I might. Well, I mean, because you fall, you're, you, could, you could wind up back over in your foster room at Jessica's. Be wheeling you around. This is not what I want. I told Jessica I started like working out again to tell her what you're doing. Did you tell her? Uh, you know, back in the day, this was back in. You guys had to be like two, three, four years old. I used to work out all the time to like Jane Fonda's workout mm-hmm. tapes. <laughs> and I, I mean, I was like skinny. I, I, I got in such good shape after I had Jessica. I got, I was like, a, like a size seven and I was, and you're really, I mean, to me, you're really tall, but how I'm, She's I'm only five, five nine, nine and, and I, I'm five three. So I think you're like really tall. Right. And I got, and I got down to like 130 pounds, which that's crazy for someone your right. height. And I worked out to those Jane Fonda tapes all the time. Cause I loved them. I just, I love the workout that she had. It was like, it's like perfect for me. You know, some of them are just like perfect for you. Anyway, long story short. <clears throat> like three months later, I was pregnant with Travis. Everything that I had worked for is just shot <laughs> just completely shot. That's what kids hell. do? They ruin everything. They ruin everything. <laughs> Dogs and kids, they ruin everything. That's what my neighbor next door, California, used to say all the time. Dogs and kids, they just ruin everything. Just they ruin, ruin your stuff. You can't it, have nice things. He just said. He just said it with like a dead, yeah. dead straight face. They just ruin everything. <laughs> anyway, so here I am with this leg. You know, I, I need to get my strength back. I just need to get my strength back in my legs. And I thought, you know, I wish I could have, because, you know, it was like a VHS tape. I used to, what? Like, I used to <laughs> pop it in and, like, work out in the living Push the rewind thing. button. Do you guys remember me doing that? No. I remember seeing the tapes when I would look for the Ninja Turtle tapes. <laughs> yeah. I remember the there. tape existing, I but I, I don't remember you did doing it. did it when they went to bed so that, you know, they don't bother me. I don't, think, I don't think I ever saw you do that. No. I just remember seeing the tapes in the drawer. Yeah. So I was thinking to myself the other day, hmm. I sure wish that I could, like, there was some way that I could have that. I wonder if you know? the interwebs exist. I wonder if it's on the YouTubes. <laughs> so, so I looked on YouTube, and on YouTube, it's like it's like somebody recorded it on a TV. Yeah. It's like crap. <laughs> Which it's I told her is just crap. like, it's like Kramer doing it in the movies. <laughs> like with it's the... <laughs> garbage. And I'm like, you know what? So then I Googled it, and it's it, it, they said it's like it just now available on Amazon and digital. And, and so and she's digital. making money again. So she's making money again. So, you know, it's like 10 bucks. You buy it, and then it, there it is on my Amazon Prime. So I'm In like, all its 80s quality. In all its, yeah, but it, but it is. 240 good. by 360. It, but it is good quality. Like what it. They've restored it to good quality. They've restored it, yeah. So, yeah, I'm getting it. I'm get. I'm gonna. I'm getting back. I'm getting my. I'm getting my legs back. I'm gonna hide a camera in your room and record you doing it because that's probably really. Funny. Well, here's the hard part. To Dogs. It. Dogs. Because you're doing it, and it excites them. 
Well, they're like, what the hell are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Why are you on the floor? Thinks there's something wrong with me. Yeah. Well, you're on the floor. They want to sniff your butt, lick right. your face. You get do... on the floor. And she's like, oh, no. The last time we did this, yeah. you were last, on the bathroom yeah. floor. Last time we saw on the... you on the floor, she had to lick you to wake you up. Being very upset about these you things. Stop down, no, this is not where you belong. <laughs> so the first, I don't know, five times I did it. I did it at nighttime when they're tired. So they're like looking at me. B comes down, like she you know, and oh, I just tell her it's you know we're okay, everything's okay. Go get back in your bed. And she like, like she you know with a laser eye. I don't believe you. <laughs> laser eye at me and goes and she'll lay next to me, so that she's gonna stay nearby just in case I pass well, out. She might need to bite you <laughs> if you start if you start you know you're rolling around. But I'm telling you, the difficulty to get on the floor and up off of the floor, ma'am. That's is, the exercise. That's what's on the tape. Infuriating, ma'am. It's infuriating. Do you know how? Like, I don't want to video this, but literally, <laughs> I, I. That's one of the issues. So I don't like talk about like what's a bad thing for me or what's a. You know, there's trade offs to what happened to me. Yeah. I'm so much better off. But the one thing I cannot do is I cannot get up or get down without something. So like if you put me out into the middle of a room alone. On the floor? Uh, on the floor, like at the ranch, on the cement. You couldn't get up. I don't know if I can get up. Yeah. So I tried to get down to put a collar on my Christmas tree. Yeah. And I'm looking, Danny's on the treadmill and I'm down there and I don't know how to get up. You need a hand. Because I can't. Bend. You can't use your knee to, to I can't yeah. get on Same it. Same thing with me because I can't bend down on this leg. I'm, me too. So you have one leg. Right. Right. So what you need to do is keep that bad leg extended and then roll over to your hands and knees and then use your good leg to push That's it up. That's what you end up doing, but you it's so... But you need something to pull up because you don't have enough power to come up on that one leg. Yeah. I know. Because the leg isn't strong enough. Right. That's what the I'm good ending. leg. This is going to end <laughs> because... I'm not having it. Well, you, I am not. Her legs it. have always been the strongest. The strongest part of thing I have always had is my legs. I will she would like move furniture with, with her legs. legs. I mean, if I want something moved, then I'll like I'll sit on the floor and push against the wall with my legs, just like because my legs have always been my strongest thing. Eva said that to me the other day. She goes, "Dude, she goes, my legs are so strong." She goes, "When you lift a dog, you lift it with your legs, and that's what makes you strong." And that, I'm going back to that because. I don't care that I'm 63 years old. I am going to get the strength back in my legs. You're almost 64. That's yeah. your business. It's really old. <laughs> in like two and a half weeks. Well, I'm doing like I'm on the, the I call it the peddler, but it's like you sit on the sofa and it's like a recumbent bike. Mm-hmm. And that's what they wanted me to do all through rehab. So originally when it first happened, I couldn't even get it to go around. And so they said, you start by rocking. You just rock it. Yes. And you try to get it to go and go. And then eventually, well, mine, I've got like 10 levels of hardness. And I'm like at a three. I started with nothing and now I'm at a three. I tried to go to a four, but I couldn't do a four yet. Well, now I was at 15 minutes and I went to 30 minutes and now I'm an hour each night. Mm. And I can just move that in front of the sofa and get on that. And what it's doing is it's strengthening my quads. Yeah. And that's my biggest thing is I have to get those really strengthened and I don't want to lose any more range of motion than what I've lost, but I've got to, I've got to strengthen these. And then you have to strengthen your core so you don't fall. Yeah, exactly. But, but the, the deterioration of, of both of your quads is so disabling that you just can't imagine how disabling it is. And that to me, I have to start with that before I work onto a core, I've got to get my legs. I have to get my legs back. 
you know, when I was in physical therapy, they put me on an exercise bike and the range of motion is what kills you because my leg wouldn't go all the way around. Yeah. I could yeah. only go halfway and then backwards halfway. Yep. Halfway, backwards halfway. That's the rocking. Yeah. Until you can finally, he, he kept saying, you're getting close. You're getting close to where you get to the top and you, and you can go you over. could finally go over. But it's yeah. scary. The pain that you get in your leg, it's scary that you feel like you're going to injure yourself again. And I told you when I was doing that Jane Fonda workout, one of the things is that you're on the ground because you're doing your abs and stuff. And then you you have to do the bicycle, like put your legs in, in the, the air in the air and do this with your legs. And I, as I told Jessica, I said I, I said I was actually pretty proud of myself. I got like eighty five percent of everything done, but but and I said but I cannot do that bicycle thing. But today I did that bicycle thing. Idiot. So I worked out this morning and I and I can do it. I can you know I will get there because I have a lot of determination. Do <laughs> well, you? I just want to for me because I my other knee needs to be replaced. It's it was just always my good knee now it's my bad knee yeah and i just really talked to the surgeon about it and said hey you know what do i need to do what can and he and when he told me that there was a chance that i could potentially live the rest of my life without replacing it he said there's also a chance it could get just as bad as the one we just replaced yeah if i don't take corrective action which you know better than anyone yeah how hard i'm working on this yeah um, I just thought I've got to give it my all to try to do everything I can because I'm better off keeping the parts that I was born with than yeah. having to get new. Yeah. So that's just the goal. And I have to see how far I can go with it. Yeah. And that includes whatever I do to strengthen this quad is going to strengthen exactly. the other quad. Exactly. And I need that strength to kind of just, cause my other knee is bone on bone and has been for so long. That I just need to keep everything in alignment. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but the other one was like so far out of alignment oh, yeah. and off, like just disfigured. Was it the was word disfigured? He used. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I don't want that happening. Yeah. But I, I'm just like you. I think, and that's all of us that are, you know, older. I think that's the one one thing that's not stressed to us as we age is don't sit. Do not sit. Get up move be doing something you know even if you can only do five or ten minutes yeah add a couple of minutes to it each day but you know what when you go to the doctor that's not really stress to you mm -hmm. you know until something happens to you that's when you either figure it out yourself you know well i've always been on the go always always always, always on the go until this happened to me and then once this happened to me first you i mean you lose complete mobility. You know, with the injury, it just kept deteriorating, deteriorating, deteriorating to the point where I, I almost can't walk anymore. Right. And I can't, I couldn't walk without a crutch or a cane or holding onto the wall or, and that just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Like if I just kept doing that, I don't know what I would have done to this leg because I'm, I'm because I'm making it worse. I'm just making it yeah. worse. <clears throat> To, to, you know, having surgery and being in a wheelchair and unable to put any weight on a leg for two months and then to try to recover out of that. It's like, holy cow. Well, you know, we've always teased, like we watch like different TLC shows, different, you know, but I mean, I've watched enough 600 pound life. And one of the, the things that I've seen on that show is like the person becomes incapacitated and then it just progressively gets worse because 
not being able to move sets in it's a vicious, motion vicious a whole circle. nother, you know, yeah. set of problems. And when I was at the surgeon's office and I'm sitting there, you know, just taking in, you know, like you do when you're forced to just sit in a waiting room, you're, you're people watching. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I noticed was it was full of senior citizens and everybody was overweight. Yeah. Sign- I mean, like. That's just America now, though. Like morbidly. <clears throat> and I thought. You know, I, 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 that's not what I want. Yeah. That's not what I want. Yeah. And with this process, with this leg injury, I probably put on like 25 pounds. And I can feel it in every step that I take. Every single step that I take. Like, especially like going up the walkway at the ranch. You're, That's hard you're anyway. carrying that extra weight. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. This is just ridiculous. Well, I was going to buy you this box <clears throat> of fudge today. I, <laughs> and then I thought about it. And I thought, you know what? <clears throat> Even though I knew you would love it. Yeah. I thought, as your good friend, I shouldn't bring you the fudge. Because why should I do that to you? Even though I knew it would bring you joy if I brought you that nice box <laughs> of fudge. And so I left it there because I thought that I wasn't going to be a good friend to you if I brought you the fudge. Yeah. Like how we do if we brought you a bunch of chips and salsa right now and a margarita. <laughs> exactly. Or ship cookies That's to your house. Queso. That's queso. queso. She likes queso. I want to know right now what I want. I want um, the, the margarita with the sangria in it. I want a cheese enchilada with onion. And I want a taco. That's a what I want. cheese enchilada. That's what I want. You like with cheese enchiladas? Chili, with the chili sauce on top The of chili it. con carne? Mm-hmm, that's what I want. Ooh. That would not be my choice. But anyway. Tacos like all day long. Yeah, I mean, forever. you can't go wrong with a taco. No, you can't go wrong with a taco. But I'm not going to be having any of those things until, you know, just not doing it. Well, you guys need to get all your weight off and get your legs all good so that we can go to Italy. Okay, so ma'am, I told Jessica that ma'am Laura was too afraid to go to Italy, and she's like, "Oh no, I don't want to go out of the country." No, <clears throat> we're, we're doing it. it. We're having an intervention, and I don't have passport either. <laughs> we I neither do we. We're going to get one. I thought you were going to get a passport <laughs> like four years ago. We were, but we never did. We didn't. We thought that we, we were going to do it for the cruise, and then we ran out of time. Uh, yeah. We couldn't get an appointment. So we'll get a passport together. And then we're going to go to Italy, ma'am. You're going to do it. You're going to do we it. We're going Since to. Since when are you afraid to I'm do not, anything? I, I just don't really want to go out of the country. Yes, you do. <laughs> you need to experience things in your life, ma'am. You know, Okay. The You've last never time, been the, out, okay. Laura's never been outside of Texas. Yes, except, I have. Except to like California because your with dad us. was dying. And when I took you to California, and we went to Arizona, Nevada for a and trip. And I've been to Florida. I've been to Hawaii. I've been to Mexico. What part of Mexico? I've been to New York. I've been to Cancun. Um, been to New York. Out of all those places, the only places I'd really want to go back would be Hawaii or Florida, and California. Because you like the beach. Yeah. Because you like the beach. But also my kids have been to Italy. And nobody's saying, like, I was so great, I want to go back there. Like they said, the Vatican, that right by it, all you can smell is urine, and it was gross, and I don't know. I'd need to see something that made me think, oh, I mean, obviously pasta. Yeah. But we can go anywhere and get good pasta. (laughs) 
You don't want to see things like historical things that doesn't like interest you to like see no, like it, it. It does. It's just I haven't like really the heard Coliseum anything where I'm like think, oh, I really want to go out of the country to go do that. Why is going out of the country a big deal though? Well, uh, I want. I'd really have to want to go somewhere, you know. So there would have to be a draw of why would I want to go there. And then I think the older you get. That if you go some, it's not like just going to New York or Mississippi or somewhere, you know, in the United States. If you have a health event and you're out of the country, I've dealt with that at work with people traveling for business. It's not ideal to try to get an air ambulance back to the States where you can get, you know. But that yeah, could but happen to anyone at any time. No, it, it could. You can't live your life with that kind of fear. I know you said that, but I mean, that's yeah. one of my concerns is like going out of the country and you fall there and I've screwed my knee up and then you're trying to get, you know, that doesn't appeal to me. She's scared. That's <clears throat> when is Laura scared. So you're worried that if you hurt yourself in Italy, you won't be able to get back to America? No, spend, I know I'll get spend back. Spend a hundred times more to get it fixed? Yeah, they'd probably take care of you medically for free. <laughs> I Don't mean, get what started on insurance. <laughs> I almost didn't say that, but because I think it's actually true. I think if you injured yourself in a, in a country like Italy, they're just going to treat you. Even, if they, Mexico, even if they, they charge you, well, we're, we're not talking about Mexico. We're talking about Italy. Yeah. I think I think if in any country in Europe, it would be cheap. If you hurt yourself here, it would be cheaper to fly to Italy and pay them to fix it than it would be to <laughs> fix it here. Yeah, move to on to your insurance. next list of reasons. <laughs> yeah, that reason that reason sucks. Well, we'll have to go discuss this. If there was a country, is there a country that draws you? Well, once you're over there, from what I understand, it's so simple to do the Euro thing and go from place to place. Yeah, you know that if you're going to be, you know, on a train or yeah. something. See, we should take her, and she has to go to Greece and go to the beach. Greece has some beautiful beaches. Hmm? See, mm -hmm. that's what you got to do. I just don't want to do all some handsome men in a beautiful beach and urine and mm, no. I think it's I think it's pretty amazing that somebody's analogy of like seeing the Vatican is urine. <laughs> well, there was there's, there were no bat that there were no bathrooms and that this this it was an overwhelming you know stench of you know and so. There's a stench of urine in Manhattan. In the there's a stench of too, urine in, but it's not in gonna, New Orleans. There's a, stench of urine on her, there's a stench of urine on her back porch from a little cheese Seriously. beyond country. <laughs> you don't have to leave the country to smell urine. Really, if I want to smell right at home. if I want to smell urine, I can go stand by the dog door and, as the wind whips the dog door. Close your eyes and imagine the Vatican. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like you're there. Look at a picture of art and smell the urine. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. You know, the Sistine Chapel, the... No, I do love things like that. <clears throat> and I, mean, I don't really but... care about art, but like, you know, that's some serious art. If you want to want... see old stuff like that, you don't have to go there anymore. You just put a VR helmet on. Those VR helmets are, they're amazing now. It's, re it's really like I, disorienting amazing. I mean, I would, I really like want to see castles because they just kind of blow my mind, you know, to think that people like, they actually lived in those. You know, it's not like a movie or anything. It's like people lived in those. <laughs> That's like your like your Ireland, Scotland, Castle. Yeah. See, like England, and when I think about like going to England, and yeah. I've always wanted to have because like, the food's not good. Yeah, it's well, that's it, the thing. The, the, I would like to go if if you're gonna go to like in England, in which I have like a coworker that lives in Wimbledon. She's here right now, mm -hmm. but I've always wanted to do a high tea. So like at one of the really nice hotels, you know, tea. A what? 
High tea. tea. Like, high tea? Yeah, yeah. Like a fancy tea place. Oh, it's you mean like tea drink tea? It's tea time. <laughs> no, it's, it's not like this tea. It's not peasant tea. It's high so tea. So they, they come to your table, you know, in which since I've never been to high tea, it can only... But it's like sweets and finger sandwiches, sandwiches. and yeah. all. I mean, it's just like it's numb. like you know, pinky up like tea, mm. all, all kinds of, tea. of delectable sweets and sandwiches, and you know. See, that doesn't interest me at all. But I would go with you because I know that's important. That's to you. right. See, if we go, then we'll go to high tea. But you're gonna you're gonna go see the Coliseum. You're going to smell the urine. <laughs> and not drink. Maybe, maybe the urine. Maybe the urine smells better out there. Maybe it smells different, like a different. <laughs> They don't put chemicals in their food like we do, so maybe it smells better. It doesn't smell like plastic. (laughs) Anyway, I plan to travel. And what I don't want from you, because this is what you do. When we went to California to go get Mabel, I mean Melba. This is why that dog's name confuses me so much. You know, we go out there, and we're going to go to the Dodger game and stuff. And then like two days before, she's like, oh. Should have maybe she and thought I'm like maybe she should come. Want me to get you a flight? Well, I looked. I looked at the flight. That's what she does. You're going now. If we booked a trip like that, and then it was like a thousand bucks to go. I'm like, right. Oh. No, if you're we just booked going. A trip like that, and you were like watching us. You would be so sad that you didn't. That because think of the experiences that we have. I mean, that's what look at traveling with us. <laughs> we could wind up in jail somewhere over there. That's what could happen to us because you know what? We have yet to go anywhere where something has not occurred. But how could you like? I mean, we, we the experience. We don't even have any underwear over there. Do you know that your, <laughs> your luggage would be gone? But just think of like living without those funny experiences. That's, that's what I'm that's saying. what life is made of. Life is too short. We both have just recovered from something very traumatic with our health and we're trying to get ourselves back. And now I'm going to go out there and live my life. I'm going to see stuff. I'm going to experience You better stuff. keep up because she wants to go lots of places too. I do. I'm not going to go every single year. I'm going to go on a big trip every year. <laughs> She's not kidding. No. She wants to go to Australia. She wants to go on an Alaskan cruise. She I want to go, go to an Alaskan cruise really bad. She's always wanted you that. You do not want to go on a cruise boat? Yes, she does. She goes on a cruise I boat like lots of times. Have you been on a cruise? No, I haven't been on a cruise. Oh, my God. Can't take her anywhere. Nobody in my family ever really wanted to go That's on That's why you're going with us. You're going to go on I a mean, cruise. I mean, I can't say about my kids now that they're older, but, like, Danny never wanted to really go on a cruise. Cruises are great. Especially Food. for you, like, like, because my brother would, like, cruise the Hawaiian Islands. That's what she would love. It's like, yeah. you know, you're all... Have you ever been to the Caribbean? Well, you've been to Hawaii, so you've seen well, the Cancun ocean. Cancun is, it looks Caribbean-ish. Right. That kind of water. Yeah, you know, I love you, that. Yeah. yeah, it's way better than Hawaii water to yeah, me. Yeah, Hawaii water wasn't there. It was just... It's specific spots in Hawaii Yeah, like, where you can see the bottom. It's just not the same water, though. It's not the same. Yeah. I mean, Hawaii is nice, and it's Hawaii, but I would prefer the Caribbean all day long. Hawaii has tons and tons of, of nice beaches, lots of nice beaches. It also gets really, really crowded, you know, especially when you go to... So anyway, I want to to cruise Alaska because I've never seen anything like, you know, I want to see like the bears trying to get the salmon out of the, because you can go on trips, off side trips where you can like see the bears and stuff because I want to see the bears. That's the good thing about cruises is that wherever it stops, it's the then side, you get a little side tour side somewhere. Tours. Yeah. yeah. 
and obviously you see the eagles you can go see i mean one know. of the other things that i really want to see is niagara falls i really want to see niagara falls i want to see that carly you just went to that if, you go, go, if on... you go to niagara falls you need to see it from the canada side the not canada from the america side, side. And i've, I've seen a... it from the america side it's it's dumb i've read all <laughs> about that and that's what everybody says you're not seeing niagara falls if you're seeing it from the new york side you need to go to the canada side and i so i'd like to go i'd like to go look around canada i'd like to go i'd like to go see some of that i have to have a passport but we're doing it. You're coming. Get on it, ma'am. Because if I do these trips with Jessica, and you're and you're home watching it on the, and you're gonna go, damn it! Look at how much fun they're having. Yeah, ma'am. Get Look on at it. The good food that they're eating. Sweets. Sweets and high tea. Pasta. Want to go to Pasta Town? Bread, bread. On the bread bread you and know. then some more bread want it but there's like there's places i'm not excited about like england is one of them it's just like mm. because the food's not going to be good would i go yeah i'd like to see the castles though <clears throat> i mean you want to go look at buckingham palace i mean you want to go look at that yeah but it's like it's not like you need to only wanna... spend like a couple days there and then you move on to somewhere else like you know west wants to see the the, the Thames. Thames. <laughs> it's not the Thames. It's not the Thames. It's the Thames. It's the Thames. <laughs> the River Thames. Oh, speaking of this, though, I mean, this just shows you the difference between, like, Texas and... So, this lady that I know, so she lives in Wimbledon. Well, she's successful, and Wimbledon's a nice area. So, she's... Wimbledon! She's asleep in her bedroom two weeks ago, and... Thieves come in and get the keys to her car and steal her car and her car's gone. And you know, all they of us, come into her place and that's what they get is the key to her car. Yes. That's weird. And so over there, you know, the police don't, are not armed with guns mm-hmm. and you can't own a pistol or anything in your home. I believe you can have a shotgun. I'm not under, I don't know what the perimeters of the how cops you cops don't have guns. No, no, they don't have guns. No. And so the criminals don't have guns. <laughs> and so she is like, well, you know, they could have had a knife. You know, I'd rather die by bullet than a knife. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like, the crime there is, you know, that's another, you need to know where you're going. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not like Texas. They don't have the castle walls over there. We were trying to explain to her what the castle walls were and, you know, how that works and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of research to be done. It's just, know? I don't know, I think of like, because Doug's siblings, they just don't ever go anywhere. They've never been anywhere outside of this little bubble that they live in. And it's just so sad. It's depressing to me that you don't see things, you don't experience There's a things. whole world out there outside of this little bubble that you live in. That, that every day that you drive in, you know, you routine, go to work, get your tea come back from your work ride your little bicycle go to bed smell your do cheese the same urine. thing the next day that's why you get so excited about laying on gingerbread house and tartan <laughs> shower curtains so if you could choose one place where where would you choose to go one place well, the most the place that's top of your list jeez maldives that's me too <laughs> The what? The Maldives. So is it Dives or Dives? I don't know. Where's that? 
It's like in the Pacific, you know, out there by like Fiji and yeah. Oh, that's where I want to go. Yeah, it's like where you're in the hut over the water. You yeah. know that like the water is so clear and Bora Bora. Yeah, yeah, Bora Bora. That's it. Mm-hmm. See, but. You have a love for the ocean that I don't have. Yeah. Water. Oh, yeah, I'm I love afraid water. of the ocean. I don't want to get in the ocean. Of the I want to be near it. I don't want to really get in it. I don't want to sleep in a hut over the ocean. Oh, I'll sleep in a hut over the ocean. I don't want that. The water's like three feet deep. Cry more. It's not that. It's it's a it's an upcoming storm. It's something that brings the the this, tide up. See? Yeah. I want that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoy it. Like when we went to, you know, we we went on a cruise to, you know, the Caribbean. Yeah, but this is like the Caribbean, like 5.0. <laughs> yes. But there's nothing it's else. not in the Caribbean. There's nothing but... else to do there but to sit on the beach. It's relaxing. I know. See, but see, that's the thing. When you're planning a trip, there's trips that you go to do nothing. And then there's trips where you go to see stuff. And there's tr- trips where you go to see stuff. And I like to see stuff. I like to see historical things. I mean, that really fascinates me. Even even like in Boston and New York, you know, to see like the old churches and to go inside of them, they're they're amazing. I mean, it's amazing what what those look like inside. I love old cemeteries. I love I just love I, it. I on TikTok, I follow some people who clean um, tombstones, and so they like go into these old cemeteries, and so it would be like a tombstone from somewhere in the 1800s and you can't even read it anymore and they use all these different enzymes and clean it and get to where they can read it and then they research the family and they tell you all about the family and the whole yeah so yeah i think boston is the one that had like the oldest the oldest headstones yeah. in there yeah it's like incredible i mean it's just it's incredible you know you're walking down the cobblestone streets like where paul revere is riding through telling you the british are coming this is where this stuff happened yeah you know we live in a state, and like when we lived in California, there's no history there. Well, there's history if you go down to like San Antonio and stuff. There's history. It's just not. Yeah, you got a little bit of the of the quarrel between Mexico and Texas. That's all you have. That's there's really history all there, there is. though. They're it's really, not the same as like you know if you went to England and there's history there, right? You know, or you went to Rome and like there's the Colosseum where they like made people fight. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, you're talking about historically like. As old as it gets, yeah. Unless you want to go to the Middle East, which I don't want to go to the Middle East. See, um, Dubai, pro- something like that. I would like to go, to, go Dubai. to Dubai. That's not history, though. Go like, away, Dubai. Like I would like, I would like to go to Jerusalem. It's too scary. I'm too, I'm too scared. Really scary, especially if you're a woman. It should, it should be yeah. scary. It's supposed to be scary to you, okay? See, I talked to my hairdresser about it, who's from there, and I said, "Is it safe to go there?" And she no, said, "No." Yes. I talked to her about it. Yeah, too. We go to the same lady. I mean, she won't go there anymore, but she's Palestinian. So she said it's a big hassle for her to, like, get through. But right. Cause <laughs> and her family now comes to her. and Well, her parents won't travel anymore because they're too old. But yeah. um, but she said it was perfectly safe for us to travel there. Scary. But the other thing she was telling me is, like, certain times of the day, like, you get water for whatever these amount of hours are. Or you get your Running water in your house. And electricity, mm. these certain number of hours. And that's just it. So if you screw up and you don't get your water or whatever, then yeah. you're just done until My the next day. My sister-in-law is from Peru. It's the same way. You have power for like th- these many hours during the day. Or you have one running water for this many hours during the day. Yeah. So you get your stuff done during that That's time. bizarre. Yeah. Because we're spoiled Americans. Yep. I we're mean, just... I need my like water 24-7. <laughs> and my TikToks, and I'm watching TV, and so now I don't have power, and the TV's not on. What the hell am I? Oh man, to do? read a book. 
Take a nap. But if you don't have any power, then you don't have any light. So, you know, it's it's like the old days when the sun goes down. The sun well, what's going to happen to my chihuahuas without their heating blankets? <laughs> <laughs> They'll just sit over there and shiver. I wish I knew how many people, like, bought heating blankets for their dogs to be on. So we have a... I, I lay on a heating blanket for myself. Well, Danny calls it... Re- I don't know where he comes up with words for, like, everything. But our son's job is to recycle the... What that means is you, you know, they're on a timer. Turn, yeah, because they so auto gotta, shut off now. And he's like, come in and recycle their blankets. Oh, and so he has to go and turn them back on, you know, back to high. Because depending on the day, we'll look and see, like, how cold it is outside. And then the, do they get a one to a four? <clears throat> and But regardless of how cold it is outside, the temperature inside the they're house like newt. is the same. Yes. Wes, Wes, Wes lives in the Arctic Wonderland. Sets his, oh, what do you set it. your thermostat at? Danny would like to set it at 70. I barely can take it at 74. And if I even hear that come on close to that, like I heard him the other day, he waited for me to go to the back. And I can hear really good. I heard him in that hallway turning that down. I started screaming through the wall <laughs> to try to do it. What do you leave your air set at? It don't, it don't go above 71, ever. My house does not go above 70. Oof. I would die. In the summertime, it's set at 70, and in the wintertime, the heat is set at 68. So that's what I'm saying about your cheese and the recycling of the heat, is that it's that's 72 degrees in your house. I don't care if it's 20 outside. It's, it's still, still colder. You're still cold. Yeah. The cheese are like newt. They are just like <laughs> newt, but they don't want to wear clothes, and so they want to be in this heating blanket. I have an ottoman that's like pushed up to the sofa, and so the heating blanket like goes over the crack, creates a crevice. Getting in the crack is the prized place. Oh, it's like the so hot like, canyon. It's like yeah, that's more that's more heat per square centimeter of their body. <laughs> and so, like, if one chihuahua gets out of the crack, another one goes and gets in that crack. And so, all you hear is uh, uh, uh. so that like get away from my crack. Yeah, Newt's always under. She's always under. A that's not about her being cold though. That's just about her wanting to be under. Are you sure? Positive. I always thought it was because she was nope. cold. She has a sweater on. She's not cold. <clears throat> she has a sweater on. She's still under. She's the most annoying. Dog it's not about being cold. Ever. It's about burrowing. I th- she's like a dachshund chihuahua because dachshunds burrow. They just do. Mm-hmm. They, that's who they are. Benny never burrows, but. Mm-mm. Well, we have whippets. Those whippets that stay with us, they like to burrow too. That's a breed. That's a breed bits. thing for all of those. Yeah. I mean, like Italian greyhound groups on Facebook, they all burrow. Yeah. How old is Newt now? 10 in August. Yeah, is that all? The, she's about the same age as B. They were puppy kind of young together. Newt was a baby when B was like one. Mm. So they're close. They're close to being. Pew, pew, pew. And B will be 11 in January. Oh, baby. And I, I imagine the life expectancy on Italian greyhounds is probably old. Probably like at 20 or 17. I bet you it's the high teens. If Especially for her because she's tiny. Yeah. She's, she reminds me like of a chihuahua. I mean, in the way her legs and that, you know, the skinny. She's like a, she's like a bird. I mean, really, like the bones in her legs are so light, like a bird. I've always been afraid she's like going to get her leg broken. She's going to get something. So do I, every day. Yeah. I don't like to let her jump off stuff. I told Danny this morning, I looked at our Boston. And, you know, now I know more now than I did 10 years ago Mm -hmm. when he was a baby. And now I look at him and I see him going down. Mm-hmm. You know, his backbone has started. You know, I always say I can look at a Bordeaux and see, and I just, 
when when their head bone comes up in the middle mm -hmm. and they start doing this, then yeah. you know that Bordeaux's not yeah. doing the deterioration well. deterioration of their muscle. And so I look at him and his mm -hmm. backbone's like sticking up. Mm -hmm. His eyes are getting that old age, you know, look in them. He doesn't hear as well. I mean, just all these different things mm -hmm. with him. And Danny goes, but he still plays with me. And I said, well, they do that. Yeah. They do that. Yeah. Till the, you know, because he still tries to act crazy or jump on it. And then he goes and he sleeps. Yeah. But. You see, Mr. O Mr. Fred, he's like. It's a carcass. Skinny and his backbone is up and they just don't process food like they used to. So you usually have to feed them more. I've upped bee's food. I've almost doubled bee's food because she started to, to deteriorate to get, th she's getting too thin. Her and Loretta, I've doubled, I've bo doubled both of their foods and she's put some weight back on. But she's weak, you know, in her back legs. She doesn't uh, acknowledge it. You know, she's just going to continue on, you know, the, in the bee fashion. But, but like when she's out in the yard out there and she like sees dogs that she wants to like go and correct, she's so slow to get there. She'll still make the attempt. But it's like the old granny sitting with yeah. the <laughs> Get off get my lawn. Yeah, you kids, stop that. <laughs> yes. She makes an attempt to go for it and like the ruckus has already left before she can ever even get over there. Yeah. It's sad. I'm, we've got it, you know... We used to call her Fat Wiener, but, you know, Roxy, our dachshund. So Carly was calling me this week because Carly has her, you know, at her house. She's always been Carly's puppy mm -hmm. her whole life. Well, she said, when's her birthday? And, you know, I had to go back to vet records to get the exact day because Carly wants to have an 18th birthday party for her. So I had to go get the birthday out and, you know. For yeah. Fat Wiener, who's not fat anymore. She's not fat anymore. And, and, again, there was this TikTok I sent to Carly, and it says when your old wiener gets stuck under a table, you know, because they're blind and deaf, and so they get under things, and then they're stuck there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like everybody I know just has, they're running a senior citizen home at their house. Yeah. And the breeds that you guys choose are old living breeds. Yes. Yeah. So you get cuckoo nannies. You yeah. Cuckoo, cuckoo clocks. Yeah. 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 Whereas B is, you know, I mean. She's got her faculties. She complete faculties. I mean, Peggy had hers. Peggy had her faculties too. I mean, even when we were taking her and she's like yep. in bat, she's still. The like, only thing Peggy lost was her hearing. Yeah. She couldn't hear Other anything. than that, she was the same dog. Yeah. She was the same dog. And, Pe and Peggy had a really silly, funny side. She was always silly. She was always just kind of a nut. You know, she would, and that never changed. She never behaved like an old dog. She just couldn't hear, which is exactly what Bee's doing, too. You know, I always watched Peggy like Mother Bee mm -hmm. the whole way. All the way. Yeah. And I was so afraid after Peggy died that Bee would just be morose and like looking for her mom and no. you know no because she just i mean she bathed b till the end she did <laughs> she did but none of my dogs have a bond with each other because i'm the leader right that i was gonna say that dogs that bond like that is usually from a lack of leadership right they kind of glom onto each other or you have litter mate syndrome uh, i don't have any of my dogs that look for another one of my dogs if I if I plucked any one of them out right now, nobody would pine for them or look for them. I mean, like, you know, Jolene loves to romp with bubs. You know, they love to run and slam into each other and do that kind of stuff. But 
And Pinky plays with Levon. Pinky plays with Levon, loves wrestling with Levon, but if I, re- if I remove Pinky or I remove Levon, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. It just doesn't make a difference. You don't have that either, do you, Wes? You don't have bonding like that. Not really. I mean... If you removed any one of would them... Would they be sad? No, I don't think so. Yeah. They do things together, like... Right. Boo-Boo likes to lick everything because it's, like, self-soothing, and Newt likes to present herself to Boo-Boo so that she could, like, lick her head, but yeah. I, don't think, I don't think any of them would be sad. Yeah. The licking thing, that is the weirdest thing to me because I've never had that in my house before. Yeah. I mean, but, but Bub's licking... Jolene's ears to where they are just like that's a sickness that's a sickness when she does that that's some dogs do that to themselves and Bubs just happens to do it to another dog she does it to another dog she she, only (laughs) picks her she picks her and she's she's doing it it to calm herself that's what she's doing that's why Boo Boo does it yeah to calm herself and the thing I like the thing I have noticed about B that you that you mentioned is since Peggy has died B is the liquor Who's she licking? She licks. She'll lick Bessie's ears. Yeah. I can't keep medicine in Bessie's ears. She'll lick her ears clean. She licks Loretta's face, cleans her eyes, cleans her ears. Just what Peggy used to do to B. So B has transferred and now is doing that to them. That's who she does it to. But nobody would dare lick B. No. No. (coughs) No could do that. So she's licking Loretta and Bessie. And Bessie. And Bessie. And that's it. Those are the only two. And Bubs only wants to lick Jolene. She wants to. She wants to suckle her ears. They're like she would a, probably do it to all of them, but Jolene lets her. But how old was Bubs when you when Jolene? I mean, she's like over a year old. Whenever you got her, right? She's like two. She was like two. You know, try to she's figure out. Weird. Try to figure <laughs> out dogs. Hey, no. Hey, kitty. No, kitty alarm. Not doing that. Well. Speaking of like moms and pups and who goes where and you know who does what and trying to make sure that it's a healthy dynamic and this kind of thing, so you know while you're trying to find homes for twenty four puppies, yes, and so it's hard and especially you know we've I love it that we because it's been so many years now we've got lots of people who have adopted from us and they come back again and again, mm-hmm. and so dim sum was a golden retriever mama. And she had like all of her little, her her golden retriever pups that were like the sauces. sauces the because there's like a hoisin and and, a, and, and a, she had sesame. So mm-hmm. dim sum and her puppy, her girl puppy sesame went to the same family. So they are coming back and they're getting a little boy golden sabaro. And so now dim sum, I mean, uh, Sesame, I think she may be close to a year old now. Mm-hmm. I think she is. But anyway, we've had other people want to get, you know, siblings. So I go through that with them and we go through, you know, I'm like, I want you to Google this and read about this. And then we can talk about it, about, you know, littermate, littermate syndrome, syndrome and this kind of thing. So and you, some people could get it. Like, I could get litter mates. Exactly. And and that's, that's what I say. It's, it depends on your leadership, you're gonna how you're going to social, you know, what's going to happen. I said, I don't want you to read this first. And then if you read it and you're not scared about it, then we could talk about it further. And so generally when somebody, then they don't want to. Yeah. But, you know, we had Feta. So really, that's generally when you present that to people, they read and they go, well, I don't want that. Yes. That's but good. So, so the first moment when they say it to me, uh, and then I immediately will just reply back and say, I want you to Google litter mate syndrome mm-hmm. and read about it. And then we can discuss it. Yeah. 
And then they'll do, and they said, I had no idea this was a thing. I didn't know anything about it. I'm, thank you. You know, and so instead of me just automatically saying, no, we don't, you know. Because a lot of people just think it's cute. They think it's cute and they think it's nice. They anthropomorphize their dog. Right. Because that's a human feeling where you get to, like, they don't want them to be separated. Yeah. And it it can occur with. Not littermates. Exactly. And so it really depends on the dynamics. So we do have. So blue cheese is actually the cousin of, uh, is it ba- Basil? Basil's pups. Basil's pups. So Feta is blue cheese's mom. Right. And she was the one who was suckling him, licking him, carrying, carrying, carrying him around, and he was screaming. Yeah. Because she was obsessing with her one pup. Yeah. Which wasn't good for him or for her right so you know jen got blue cheese took him into his aunt and his aunt's like laid up like this <laughs> she's like i already got nine <laughs> <laughs> and you know she just put him on there and yeah you know he, she was happy to take in her little nephew yeah well technically he's not a litter, a litter mate. mate right but what i was telling biologically he's not a litter it's mate. not it's not a biological issue but no, it's, it's not it, it still could be absolutely an, an issue so he's actually going with one of his cousins yeah but this the family dynamic is going to be really good for them mm-hmm. and they've got three adults so they've got the mother-in-law who lives with them and then both of them work from home and they really want them for to exercise them to get you know it's just they've read about it they're undeterred yeah. and yeah. i think it's going to be great but you know because of we talk about it a lot on here, like Bubs and Jolene. Mm-hmm. And what we've seen, you know, you'd want someone who can identify those kind of things mm-hmm. and, and not let them, you know, obsess and glom onto and ha- each other. And, and have the neuroses that can develop Like if you it. had just, if you had Jolene and then you had another dog who was just like Jolene, you could get them at two different times. And you don't have leadership in your home or leadership in the other dogs in your pack. Those two will behave like littermate syndrome because yeah. they, it's a it's a sickness for each other because they don't have anybody else to turn to, so they only turn to each other and they and don't know a, what else to do. It's about comfort. They're trying to comfort themselves, and they're like, oh, well, you feel that way too, and I feel that way too, so we'll just like do this together. And then we do, and then we stay yeah. together. So we call them sucker. We fish. call them sucker fish, where they they can't move independently. It's like anywhere one goes, then the other one sucker. And there's usually. In one the, that's a little bit one that's above. A little bit above that. There's, they're not the same. One of them is a little bit stronger, and the weaker one sucker fishes on. And that does. That's not saying much. Well, that one. What you've always said is the that one is the brain, the right. brain for the, the two of exactly. them. Exactly. And I think that's where like lay people or just the majority of people, when they hear littermate syndrome, it's not talked about enough i don't think i don't think it is either with just dogs Mm -hmm. because if you just left bubs and jolene here at the house and they didn't go to the ranch or they weren't didn't have leadership i could see how you could have a problem with Mm -hmm. the two of them Mm -hmm. Um, because because jolene is very she's what i call a spooky dog she's spooky and she's worried she has stress so she does this she's always like this like she's afraid so, so she looks to me for guidance instead of looking to another dog who feels just like her. But if you weren't a leader, she would be looking for someone else to do that 
and to then lead her to, to lead, lead her. her and most people don't have as many dogs as this hoarder right. does right so you only have one other dog that's maybe not that confident of a dog and you're not really you know or you're leading. not socializing them because a lot of people don't think about taking their dogs out and taking them to different situations and socializing them them. to people and exposing them to experiences and exposing them you know they they need to have that so instead they just you know they get spookier at home yeah all the time and our bordeaux were raised at jen's house during the distemper scare so those puppies never came out of that room they didn't get what Jen would normally give them because we couldn't. We couldn't risk it. Because their life, we couldn't risk their, their life. Their life depended on it for them to not come out of that room. So normally she would have those puppies, she would have them on the floor. She would have them exposed to the other dogs in the house. They would go outside. Yeah. They would hear like the planes going by, hear the wind blow, see leaves go across. I mean, just the simplest of things that they didn't get to experience. And the one that suffered the most from that was Jolene. Was Jolene. Was Jolene. And it's, I always tell people when it's their first puppy that they're getting from us, you know, that Jen is so phenomenal at what she does. Mm-hmm. I mean, I truly think she has a gift. Yes. Um, we're just blessed that, and the dogs that come to her house are blessed that they're the recipient of her gift. But she has a way with dogs. She really, really does. Mm-hmm. But especially with puppies, I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. You know, she just, it's almost like hand raising, except for she has the mama dog there too. Yeah. But her life is focused on these dogs. In- and let's not underestimate the, a big part of what the work is that she has to do is work with the mom. Because these are mill dogs. Right. This isn't your regular dog that had puppies. Yeah, this isn't your socialized three-year-old healthy mom. Mom doesn't know anything either. No, mom doesn't know anything either. So She's a puppy. And, I mean, here. It's like bringing in a puppy. And she has no social skills. And she's not used to a person coming in and, like, wanting to touch her puppies. You know? Or her. Or her. So, you know, like, when she first takes them home before they have the litter... She's working with the mom. Yeah. You know, to understand her and get her to trust them and go up and down her stairs. Oh, sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> the things, no. The things that she that she needs to do. Yeah, those people that get a puppy from Jen, they don't necessarily know how lucky they are to a puppy that has come from Jen. Because she does so much to make that puppy a normal puppy and socialize that puppy and, like, make it a well-balanced puppy that if you've never had other puppies from other places, like, you wouldn't necessarily notice. But no. holy, holy cow. But once, but, but in addition to that, once that puppy comes to you, now it's, now it's rest, your job. The rest of it is in your job. Because yeah, you can still ruin that puppy. Because from, exactly. Because from eight weeks on, there's different stages of their development. There's different things your puppy needs to learn. That your puppy needs to learn. And things that they'll encounter that they need to like, be exposed to to not you know, be afraid in life. And <clears throat> be a scaredy cat. Oh, pup Which pup. is what Pup Pup wants to be. Oh, yeah. So yeah, twenty four puppies. Yeah, so she had homes for all them puppies yet. She has her homes for all of the puppies except for three labs. Bananas. Three labs, I think. Ma'am, working overtime. 
It's a big. That's a big adoption day. There's a lot of puppies. Well, it's not all on the same day. No, the goldens go first. The poodle, the poodles, the poodle and then the goldens leave in two weeks. I think. Yeah, and then the golden puppies go on Christmas, are Eve. Christmas Eve, and then the lab puppies. Well, she had like three moms Eve. deliver puppies in three days or something. Mm-hmm. Well, Feta and the other one had puppies like within a day a of each other. A week apart. A week apart. No, the golden and the labs are a week apart, but the labs were not. First, she had the poodle puppies that were six of them. Right. And then, the, then the, like two weeks later, she had the golden, puppies. the golden puppies. And then one week later, Feta had her pup. And then like two days later, her sister had her pups. Yes. So the, yeah. Yeah, because, the, because when she took her, when she took her nephew, I think he was like three days old. Like two days, they were like forty-eight hours apart. Yeah, it's because yeah. Jen kept trying to give it more time to see if she could calm down with that puppy. But yeah, she, just she couldn't. couldn't. She just she's couldn't. much happier. She kept her ranch. wet all. The, kept him wet all the time. No, and she and she actually like made a wound on his belly, just yeah. you know, carrying him around. She's upset. Well, he was crying because it hurt after a while. Yeah. Well, he's cold and, and he's wet. Cold. Yeah, and he's cold. Yeah. But no, we've got this is fantastic because we call, so when we we've only like two one other time it was. Uh, it was tilt a whirl. Those were all the pup. What was the mom? It was fair. Fair. fair, fair, and Sasquatch. Fair and Sasquatch. But Jen said they, they was it the same day. Like twenty four hours. Yeah, <laughs> she went from zero puppies to like eighteen puppies <laughs> in twenty four hours. I mean, poor Jen gets no sleep. God love her. Um, so we started calling it Puppy Palooza. Yes. And I try to tell the people how much fun it is to come. So we, the moment that we have a puppies born, because we're so organized. We all, she says we, it means really day, her. No, her and Jen. Have yeah. the date immediately of what the adoption date is. Yeah, so the moment... Because get them well, out of here. Yeah, because you're on the countdown for the poop party <laughs> to get so out. So we, we know it's going to be eight weeks, and they will have their initial vaccines. and Because you can't legally transport a puppy across state lines until they're eight weeks old. That's yeah. the way that it has to be done. Mm-hmm. And we want to get them seen again. They're going to have their initial vaccines. They're going to be microchipped, get their heartworm prevention, get another thorough exam... We're going to make sure, you know, that you're good and healthy to go. But we know, okay, it's going to be the 8th, or it's going to be the first Saturday after they turn 8 weeks old at 11 a.m. at the sanctuary. This is what they do. I just watch. I just pop the corn and watch her and Jen just go to work at it. I'm like, Jen, what do you used to? I would, well, I used to do a lot of things in the beginning that I don't do anymore, like give the wrong puppy to the wrong people, but we don't need to talk about that. And so now I, I said, Jim, what do you want? So when this started happening, number one, we did not expect all these puppies. They were like surprised that we all of a sudden we had, you know. Well, we did. We did. We knew we had two the pregnant labs. labs. The golden was a surprise. The golden, the golden was, a surprise. was a surprise. The surprise. But even the poodle, we didn't know she was bred. No. They're it, smuggling these puppies in. And then, and then when they smuggle in and they have nine to 11, that's like a hit. Yeah. And if you've got a bunch at once, it's it's stressful for everyone, for our yeah. vet, for everyone. Yeah. So we knew that we were going to have our poodle adoption is December 10th. And we had to coordinate. So anytime you get close to the holidays, it you know it magnifies everything. Well, it just so turns out the first Saturday after uh, the Goldens would turn eight weeks was going to be Christmas Eve. Well, that's that's just hard. Yeah. That's hard. People are out of town. They're traveling. They, they're going to be gone for the whole day of Christmas. 
having a new a little eight week old puppy it's a lot of work it is and so i would i just said from the moment they were born i said to you and to jen i said i'm worried are we going to be able to make this work and then we had lab puppies and guess when they're Eight, first Saturday of eight weeks old. It's going to be New Year's, New Year's Eve. Eve. Woo! <laughs> Champagne and a puppy. Let's go. You know, so I was really worried. Was this going to work? Well, guess what? We're down to like just the couple lab. labs. We got three lab puppies and we haven't even really started working on the lab puppies yet. So that's a blessing for all of us. But we're down to all the poodles have homes. All the Goldens, including the Mama Golden has a home. Um. So now we're down to the mama lab and three lab puppies that don't have a home. Both mama labs. Yes. Even though Feta has moved on to yes. the ranch. Yes. Both yeah. mama labs. So we're going to have puppy palooza, but it's a whole lot of fun because you have literally, it's like adoption day on steroids because you have like the whole family. And you know, what is, I mean, anytime you see an ad for Christmas, even though, you know, it's usually a yellow puppy with the red ribbon. Oh, it's a yellow golden. It's a golden or a lab. That's that's just what they use yeah, in ads. Yeah, they're adorable. So we're going to have a Christmas puppy palooza. Yeah. So it's Christmas Eve, and we have literally every family will be, you know, we need little, We need little special, like, Christmas red things bow colors. to put around their, for, the, for the family photo of everybody. Around each one of those puppies. And then they need something else festive for New Year's Eve. Because yeah. we'll have another. So it's like one week later. Jen's literally going to go from all these puppies to no puppies at her house. Let's see what we can do about that. But, <laughs> um, so for uh, New Year's Eve, they're all going to come back again the next Saturday at oh. 11 a.m. And Jen will go through it all again. Yeah. She'll be so excited, though, because then you do one of these. <laughs> She does, but then she always, then she always goes like this. It's so quiet in here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think people can even. I don't think people can even. I've said this to you a million times. They can even grasp the cleaning up after eighteen lab and golden retriever puppies. Because you know when you have puppies like that, the mom eats their pee and their poop until they're about. So if you're lucky, five. five weeks old. And then after that, you know, she starts to wean them. So the mom just starts to become out of the picture, you know. You're starting to wean them, starting to put them on gruel. You, they get to nurse like half the day and then not the, the, you know, you start weaning that. And then pretty soon you just got like. And there's poop flying everywhere. got these nine pups poop that monsters. are not tiny. They're this big. Well, they're already. So the golden puppies, Jen did a wait. We needed one of them because one's going to fly. So today, and I'm not even sure what week we're on. I think we're at four weeks. They're four pounds today. Yeah, they'll be like they'll eight, be like eight pounds. Eight pounds. Eight pounds so let let's just think about that. You have a seven pound baby that you've just brought home from the hospital, and that baby poops. Yeah, you know all day long. You know how your diaper pill. Yeah, you have smells. a diaper on it. Your though. diaper genie. It's still, you still have issues. No, just let that baby crawl around and poop on the floor. Yeah. Let so, like eight babies crawl around and poop on the floor. Exactly. Awesome. babies. And so there's no, it doesn't matter how clean you are or how well. At least you, one of the babies got poop on them all the time. And then you've got hair too. So look, And pee. And food. Because they're eating and their food, gruel and then they're, they're stomping in it. And then, ah. I mean, the, they're there and their hair, the front of them, they're covered in, the, in um, food. That she, so Jen's having to keep that cleaned off. Their rumps. 
because they they don't understand. Don't walk in your poo. Don't, don't sit in, in it. You're wrestling your brother, and then you fell in yeah. it. And... Yes. Yeah. Like a little puppy. <laughs> 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 like fall in a pile of poo. <laughs> I mean, you and I were at Jen's house one time, one night, just a few hours, and we were trying to help with the laundry and do. I mean, the the washer was going. We're trying to do the. It was just. Bedlam. I'll, I'll never forget because uh, Jen laughs at one time. Millie took, I think it was like the litter that like Carla or Christy had. Remember, like they had to go out of oh, town, yeah. so Millie took over for it from like four weeks on or something. And you know, Millie is very tight. Yes, <laughs> you know she wants everything in. She's order got all her stuff tidy as can be. I, I love it all day long. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she's got this litter of, I think it must have been six or something, and. She's got her pin down, and she's got disposable, you know, the white. Tarps. She uses, like, tarps that you get, like, from Home Depot. But then she put the puppy pads on top of those, because she's just going to change those out. Yeah. yeah. So she's got those down there, and, and she would like she, she's, like, exhausted, because any time that she one of them sleeping. would pee or poop on that, then she's got to change that. And and Jen and Jen's over there laughing. She's like, she just needs to relax, because there's just going to be, there's just going to always be a pee or a poop. Yeah. And Millie just couldn't have it. She just couldn't have it. She's just, it's going to get changed. Like, well, I, I get it. I mean, it's it's literally going to happen every 10 minutes. It's just, Unless it's just, they're asleep. Yeah, but then when they wake up and there's oh, nine yeah. of them, yeah. and they're peeing, and they're <laughs> You can't keep them clean. It's like impossible. It's impossible. I, I, I don't know how she does it. I really don't. I don't know how she does it. I do love, though, Ologens, like, Jim will just tell us stories. I mean, there's like so many fun and bright spots, though. Things that she gets to do because rewards. Yeah. That she gets to experience and have because she's doing the hard work. Yeah. I mean, when Jolene and her litter were there, you know, we would joke about, you know, we're going to be out in the bushes out front. What's your address, Jen? You yeah. You know. And so many people want to go there, and you even know. the adopters want to go there. Yeah. And we have to tell them we can't. You can't do that. Well, and once I explain to people why we don't do it and what's going on, well, number one is Jen's a volunteer, and I try to be very, very respectful of her privacy and just her home and well, and it, her time. She's already spending it, so exactly. much time that, taking care of them. It's not right to expect her to have her front door be revolving of people coming in and out. But then the other thing is, you know, we've obviously learned over the years a few things. I know what you're going to say, and I couldn't agree more. And one of the things I tell someone who hasn't had a puppy in a while is this is what I want you to do. Let's say you live in Austin. We're in Dallas. For people that don't live in Texas, that's kind of up and down a major interstate north to south. There's no way you can make it from Dallas to Austin without stopping. People typically want to stop at a roadside area or they want to stop at a big steroid gas station like Bucky's where a lot of people stop with their dogs and then they want to put their dog out. No, 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 no. So I begin and I give them my do not put your puppy down. Do not put your puppy down at PetSmart at Petco on the ground. When you take your puppy to the vet, do not put your puppy on the ground at the vet. You hold your puppy. Sick dogs go to the vet. And I go through why your puppy has only received their initial vaccine. So they're at high risk for parvo and distemper. The last thing you want is for your puppy to die of parvo and distemper. Don't put them down anywhere until they're fully vaccinated. Don't let people come into your home 
and holds your puppy because we don't know what's on the bottom of their shoe. What have they brought in? Don't let other dogs come into your home. We don't know what's on the bottom of their paws. If your puppy licks this puppy and something transfer, you know, I have to go through all of those things. Think at it logically, just like if you had a baby. Exactly. And that's the same thing at Jen's house. We don't have volunteers going in and out who've been at home with their dogs, who've been out. We don't want to be carrying things to Jen. Into Jen's house. And so we keep it as sterile as we possibly can. And even, I mean, we're all humans and we're dealing with live animals, so nothing's perfect. But we try to keep it as, you know, clean and safe as possible for these puppies yeah and that's why we don't have people go you know into her home yeah i mean of course everybody wants to see their puppy and i just have to explain and thank goodness jen is like the best photographer anybody's seen she always does it with every litter i said you can look forward to seeing your puppy dressed up for christmas jen will have these puppies dressed that you're gonna have a photo and i tell them i'm like if you're looking at a group photo shot of your puppy your puppy has whatever color your puppy you know yeah, right. look for the yellow collar that's your puppy yeah you know but wait you know when it when they're individual your puppy's going to have a name so people get to see their puppies you know on facebook but they don't actually get to see their puppy in person until puppy palooza yeah and that's why it's so much fun is because all you know Jen literally, it's like handing out presents. Yeah, this one's your puppy. <laughs> this one, and see, Jen spends all the time with them. She, even though you got like a pile of white lab puppies, she knows. Jen her. knows which she puppy knows is every, which. She puppy. knows every one of those. That, yeah. Even if they take their collars off, Jen She'll still know knows the puppy. And yeah. I mean, we go back to why we do it this way. It's because Laura doesn't know the puppy. Because she gives away the wrong puppy. In, in the very, very beginning, it was a really bad day. A lot of stuff went on on that day. <laughs> But I literally gave one person, one person, you know. Well, so it would technically be two people Jen because you switched brought us them. the litter to the ranch. One mistake, two people were and affected. She went, <laughs> and she gave us the litter. What were we thinking? I do not know. It was, it just wasn't a good idea. And I knew the families, but I didn't know the puppies. Well, I gave the one family. These were wiener pups that looked different, but two of them were like, you know, Merle. They were pies. Yeah, something. She's just underscoring your mistake. It's not like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they didn't it, even look the same. Well, but like, I mean, it, you can see that mistake pretty easily, like with a pile of white lab puppies or something. I don't yeah. know which puppies, which puppy. These are you. Th- you would think that we would be able to tell which ones are which because they're wieners and they're different colors. Except for why would we know which one is which? Because you didn't spend day after right. day with that right. puppy. So no. Well, these the first people took home this one puppy. Well, they didn't say. This is back when we scheduled them. Like you come at this time and you come at. This we didn't time do you... puppy palooza. Right. Yeah. We did different times. So this person took the puppy home like two hours away, and they didn't really think it was their puppy, but they didn't know because they'd never met their puppy. Why would they question you? And then, but by the two hour, by the time two hours went by, they had bonded with the puppy. At two well, th- by mm-hmm. two hours have gone by, then the next person comes for their puppy, and they go, "That's not my, no, puppy. Not my puppy." And I go, "Here's your puppy." And they're like, "No, that's not that. my puppy." And so I'm like, you know, we figure out that their puppy's gone, and I'm like, "Well, could you? Oops. You don't want this puppy?" Nope, she wants her puppy. She wants her puppy. <laughs> so I had to call the first people and tell them they're no. And then they come. They already love their puppy. It was a terrible bad it mess. It was terrible. We'll never let her live. In never. There. Never. I mean, I'm, that was the day I fell down. She fell down in too. the office and some other. You tripped over B. B. It was B. And yeah. then she's licking you. And then you laugh too. <laughs> <sighs> you didn't even help her. You just laughed. No, you just laughed. She was already up when I. No, I was still on the floor. You and Jessica came in there. I was still down there. <laughs> 
Did you help her up? No, neither no. one of you helped me up. <laughs> That's that how was before whenever we could get on the ground and get up off the ground easily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was Which a quick You didn't need any help. But luckily now, Jen runs her own show. Yes, she yeah, does. just get out of her way. Just get out of I, her way. I work with the families. I do all the front work, and Jen does all, and it's the way that it needs to be. Yes. <laughs> and I stay out of the way of all of it. Yep. <laughs> but, but it's not just this... It's a well-oiled machine. It is. And so it may seem like it, there's some madness to it, but there's like a method to the madness. Well, because then everybody's there at the same time and she can explain all the things that she needs to explain just to do it at one time. Everybody, this is your puppy and this is the paperwork in here for your puppy and blah, 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 blah. Well, and the other thing that's a whole lot of fun is because if you go to a breeder's house, typically you get to see the whole litter and you're picking your puppy out. And so there's so- uh, not really no. Well, if you're going depends to a, on what kind of breeder if you're, you're going, going to. to like a legitimate breeder, your puppy has been decided for you for a long time. But I mean, you get to see them all. Like when we went to get Bubs, we got to see her whole basket full. We of puppies. did, but if you were the last one picking up, then yeah, you would have been one pup. But that's what I tell people is the fun part about the way that we do it is you're going to get to see everybody in the litter. Yeah. yeah. And it's super fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. Because what's better than one puppy? A whole more. bunch of puppies. And everyone is happy because they're getting a puppy. So it's, it, you know, it's just, it's, it's a an event. Fun. It's an event. It is. Yeah. And a lot of the We pe- need like a turtle, tilt a whirl and cotton candy. Yeah. <laughs> no. But the other thing is like a lot of the people that adopt from us, they are part of our family in the sense they're part of the village. And so they've watched other puppy paloozas or they've watched adoptions or they know things that have gone on to the sanctuary. So when they come for the first time, that's a great experience to just come see what they followed. Yeah. But then they're also there and they're getting a puppy. And so it's as much fun for Jen to meet all the families and see where her puppy that she's loved. And yeah, you know, cause and and when she does that, I mean, there's so many steps to this. I just don't think people realize how much work goes into it. But even on the Puppy Palooza Day, Jen is there speaking to every family member about, you know, what to expect and, like, where they are with their vaccines and with their food and their yada, yada, yada. I mean, she's giving them all of the guidance that she can give them. But then she hands the puppies out to this is so-and-so. She takes an individual photo of that puppy. And then when she gets done with every single person, then she takes a group photo of them. But then she writes all of the adoptions. So she looks at the photo of this family and she goes home from Puppy Palooza and she writes all of the adoptions with the information that you have given her about the family, where they're from, what kind of dogs they have, yada, yada. And then she goes and writes all of those and then just sends them all to me. I'm just posting it. You weren't even you know, there. Like I said, this she thing, don't even read them. She don't even know what they say. This whole, this whole task of what you got, you and Jen do together. She's doing the hours and hours of raising these puppies, and you're doing the hours and hours of the emails, the you know the interviews on the phone, the home videos, the vet checks, because all of that is done. There's just hours and hours and hours and hours of work that goes into it till you get to that final day, when it's all handed out, written. And hand it off to me. It's the happy ending for everybody. Yeah. And Jen goes home to a quiet house. Until the next time. Until the next time. And you never know. Well, you just, you never know. Because I did notice that these, this will air tomorrow. But, you know, we're, we're at the auction right now getting dogs. And 
she just got those two female standard poodles, and both of them are running with males. Oh, mercy. But by the, it, that's, you know, assuming that they're actually bred, it could always be a lie, but she'll be clear to, let's say they are bred, we they'll be clear to, to ma- deliver. We need to make it four more weeks. Yeah, no, no you'll have plenty of time. Yeah, it would be like six weeks. Or, I mean, or longer. You assume, right, kitty? You assume. Do you want to kiss? She's going to get a bath. That's what she's going Ooh, to do. Oh, kitty. I'm going to wash her in the kookaroo. Speaking of kitty and her, so I was talking to somebody today for like one of the schnauzers. Uh-huh. And it was so funny because I'm not a schnauzer person, so I really don't know the breed as much. And the lady said that her family was really super excited except for one thing, the schnauzer alarm. Mm. I said, oh, yeah. I said, kitty's this way. I said, and the good thing about a schnauzer is there's no one going to approach your house that you don't know about. Right. And Nobody you know, will break the, into your house. The lady loved it, and she's super excited. But it was so funny that the they one thing I knew ver- about very kitty. very verbal dogs. Well, even like the boys that we have down at the sanctuary. That's what Emma and Jenna said. That these boys are so loud. Because that's what schnauzers do. They're, no, they're noisy. Even, I've heard of like. That's what terriers do. That's what speech does. My chihuahuas does. weren't. Yeah. Aren't that way, but like chihuahuas being real yappy little, do- you know, yeah. that term yappy little dogs. Mm-hmm. Mine aren't really that way. Like if someone comes in, I could not tolerate door, that at my house. You know, yeah, then they'll do it, but they don't just do it all the, you know, like the kitty. kitty alarm goes off on a regular basis. And yeah. yes, Sweeps is half schnauzer, and she has a Sweeps she's is- terrible. Terrible. Sweeps, Sweeps needs a haircut. Have you seen her? I have. Seen I her. love Better Shaggy Sweeps. Don't you dare touch her hair. Yesterday. I, I'm going to just put on there. I was like, Sweeps, your grandma needs to come Shaggy get you. Shaggy Sweeps. Because your daddy's out of town, so let grandma come get Let's a Let's shave her beard off. <laughs> Trap should return tomorrow, he said. So Where is he now? He, he just he left. He left this morning. So I don't know where he is right now. He's still in California somewhere. In the desert. In the desert. It's a long little drive. Never do it again. Is he in a rental car or driving yeah, one of their in cars? in a rental car. Rental car. Lordy. He loves his Colette, though. She's a good girl. Come the full circle of... I'm not sure where she came from. She's a male. She was a male yeah. dog? A long time ago. It's been like a lot of years. Yeah, she looked old in that pic he yeah. sent of her. Oh, kitty. What do you think? Kitty, you want to go get a bath? All right, kitty. It's time for you to get some scrubbing. We've got to scrub the Bessie Pearl, too. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. All right. Good night.